Father, we bow in your presence. May your word be our rule, your spirit our teacher, and your greater glory our, our supreme concern. All this we ask to Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Well, for those of you who do not know, uh, I am Father Lawrence McElrath. Uh, I know in your bulletin it says that Father Joe Boisel uh, will be preaching, uh, but I assure you that I am not Father Joe Boisel. Uh, we are similar in many ways. Uh, the only difference I can tell is that I've got a better tan. <laughs> um, but I, I want to thank you all uh, for, for uh, being faithful in my absence. All, all day yesterday, uh, many of you know I serve as a military chaplain. All day yesterday, people told me, thank you for my service. Uh, thank you uh, for those men and women who are in this parish who serve. But all day yesterday, people were thanking me for my service. And then I was thinking, my service uh, wouldn't be possible if it weren't for you all. Being faithful and allowing me to serve, allowing me to go off and do what I do as a chaplain, allowing me to consecrate uh, and, and being with me as I take uh, the sacrament. Uh, two soldiers. So I wanted to say thank you so much. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for allowing me to do what I do. So this gospel passage, right? This gospel passage, Jesus is talking about being ready. And, 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 and he's talking about the day of the Lord. In fact, all three of our texts, uh, both our Old Testament, our New Testament text, and as well as our epistle, the epistle they, all talk about, uh, they all talk about being ready in the day of the Lord. And Jesus is, is telling the story about being ready. And I think about my job as a, as a milita- in, in the military. How it's the job of the military to be ready. How it's our job when we're called upon to be, to be ready and to respond to action. Well, those are the same things that Jesus is, is talking about. Hey, when the day of the Lord comes, church, be ready. And so he tells this, this story and this parable about, about ten virgins. Some who were ready and had oil in their lamps and some who weren't ready. They, those who weren't ready wanted, uh, wanted some oil. And so they, they go to their friends and say, hey, give us some oil. And he says, they say, no, we can't give you any oil. We can't share with you. You go get some oil. But our job is to be ready. And so when the bridegroom comes, uh, these virgins are called into the banquet. And the virgins who were not ready uh, were shut out. And the, the, the bridegroom says to them, depart from me. I, 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 don't, I don't know you. I don't know you. And so our job uh, as Christians is to, to, to be ready. How do we make sense of this thing? We're, we're to be ready. Uh, and, and, and many of you have been saved longer than I've been alive. Many of you have been saved longer than I've been alive. And I, and I recognize that. So, so what would I tell you who, who, are, who are saved and, and, and know the Lord and been walking with the Lord? What would I tell you? How would I encourage you? All to be ready. Well, I'm glad you asked. You did ask, right? Well, well, if you didn't, I'm, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I would simply, I would simply say this: draw close to the Lord. Draw close to the Lord. Get to know Him. That what the interesting thing about that passage in our gospel passage it says: depart from me. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know you. And so I challenge you: the day of the Lord is coming. Jesus will be coming back. Our job is to get ready. How do we get ready? We get to know the Lord. We, we take our faith seriously and get to know the Lord. 
on a, on a, on a, on a real basis, on an intimate level. We don't just come to church and do the church thing on Sunday, but we participate in the sacrament. And we receive the Lord into our bodies. We receive him into our lives. And he, cha- he transforms us for his greater glory. He transforms us for his greater glory. And then he sends us out. And we're, we're, we, we go out into the world. We go out into the world transformed by a relationship, by a living relationship. What we do at the altar, what we do uh, in our, through morning and evening prayer, what we do as Anglicans, all of this invites us into this relationship with the Lord. This living relationship with the Lord. That's bigger than us. That's bigger than us. And I, and I believe that relationships are everything. And that, you can, that you're either building relationships or you're destroying them. I don't believe that relationships stay stagnant. I don't believe that relationships stay stagnant. You can either, you're either building them or you're destroying them. Our job as Christians is to continue to work on our relationship with the Lord, drawing closer and closer and closer to Him. The scriptures tell us if we draw close to Him, that He would in fact draw close to us. And in fact, when we couldn't draw close to Him, the scriptures say that He still drew close to us. How did He do that? I'm glad. You asked. I, you, did, you did ask, right? So I'm, I'm going to tell you. How did Jesus draw close to us? He came down, humbled himself, born of a virgin, and he came down to us. And when the gap between us and God the Father was so large that we could not possibly maintain that relationship, Jesus came down and died to fill that gap. He invited us into this relationship with God the Father, he invited us to, into this living relationship. And the Holy Spirit is in us to help us nurture and maintain this relationship. It's real. There was no, we, we read in Amos that the day of the Lord was a dark day. Before Jesus, it was a dark day. There was judgment. There was no one to forgive our sins. No one to do what Jesus has done for us. But now that he has come and he is the light of the world. And now that we have... Uh, peace with God. Now that He is beca- now that He died, and we have we ha- we have in- we have right we are we are made righteous because of His work, His finished work on the cross. And now we have become heirs, sons and daughters of God. We've inv- been invited into this divine relationship. We have a responsibility to maintain that relationship and to enter all the more deeply into it. So that when he comes, when the Lord comes to get his church, we're ready. The Bible tells us that he is coming back to get a church that is spotless, without blemish, without wrinkle, ready and righteous. That's our job, to be ready and to be righteous. And in that process, we tell everyone we know about the Lord, about this relationship, about his work, about what he's done for us. So that others may enter into this divine relationship and reap the benefits of eternal life. That's our job. That's our job. St. Paul tells us uh, in, in, in Thessalonians, in our, in our text, uh, that, that the Lord, in fact, is coming back. And he gives us a little, a little order on how that's going to happen. He says, God, I want you to sorrow as those who have no hope. 
For our hope, as the song says, is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. We have hope. Yes, we grieve when our friends and our loved ones die, but we have hope. Why? Because of the work that Jesus Christ did for us on the cross. We have hope. He is our hope. He is our hope. Jesus Christ is our hope. And Paul gives us a little, little, little breakdown on the order of how this all is to happen. And, and, I, and I, won't, uh, I won't recite all of that for you. I trust that when you go home, you will read it. But the emphasis on that is simply that the Lord is coming back. The Lord, in fact, is coming back. We have a responsibility and a job to be ready. Are you ready this morning? Are you ready to meet the Lord? If you're not ready, I invite you to come to this altar. To make that relationship right. To mend that relationship. I don't know what separates you uh, what separates you this morning from the Lord? Maybe you feel distant. I invite you to square that thing away and to come to the altar. I invite you to receive Christ and then to trust in his work, to trust in his finished work. It's not about what we have done. It's not about our striving. It's about him and what he has done for us. We couldn't earn our way into heaven. Christ did that for us. It's a free gift. Salvation is a free gift. And he offers it to everyone. He offers it to everyone. I ask you to take a, a, real, a real assessment of your relationship with the Lord. And when you come to the altar, have an intent to get that thing right. So that you are ready to meet him. And then once you leave this place, I invite you to... Go and tell the world about what your relationship is all about. That relationship is all about Jesus, his work, his finished work on the cross. And even more, even more than that, I invite you to go home and develop that relationship all the more. Reading your scriptures, praying, spending time with him, getting to know him, casting your cares on him. Why? Because he cares for you. The day of the Lord is coming, but Jesus has made a way for us to be ready. I pray that we are found ready to meet him, that our lamps are, that our wicks are trimmed and our lamps are burning bright, that the light of Christ shines in us, for he is indeed the hope of glory. All this we ask in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.